there's no mom manual. We all know that. So this is the place you want to be. To laugh, to learn, to share, to join. The moms couldn't be more different, but best friends, partners, and now family. Melissa is happily married. Denise is happily divorced. And they're parenting worlds apart. Their thoughts on many things, complete opposite. Complete opposite. Grab your friends and join the moms. Here's Denise and Melissa. Hello. Welcome to the Moms Podcast. Hope you are well. I'm Melissa Gerstein. And I'm Denise Albert. And we are... You know what? There's nothing better than when we're together. I know. We get so much done. Because, you know, uh, for those of you who know, we work for ourselves and we're two busy working moms who are all over the place and we have events and we have the podcast and we do other things. And so, but we've been working together every day the past two weeks, which I have to say is life changing. There's something to be said for being in an office and working together. And it's impressive because we literally like wrote down these times we've committed to it Mm -hmm. and especially in all this back to school mix we've made it work because we're really excited about what we're doing i know but it's really important i think to note that you know there's so there's so much talk about flexibility Mm -hmm. and having flexibility and being able to and when you work for yourself and you can work when you want and you take your kids to school but there is also something i think to be said for having a structure and giving yourself deadlines and sticking to it. I think for so long, we kind of are just, I'll use your word, hodgepodge. <laughs> You're ho- we're it. hodgepodge. But we I'll did. use your word. And we weren't morons. Right. I, everyone's a moron. No, not everyone's a moron. But if somebody's a moron, I'm happy to tell Melissa. And she <laughs> I laugh. laughs. I do. I love it. Um, and it's also been wonderful to really have you by my side these past few weeks you thank know, you it's funny that you're saying that so we'll, we'll just talk a little bit about the fact that people go through ups and downs right everyone has shit right everyone's got stuff so my stuff has been i've been very public about that i've had cancer and going through that journey i've been very public about so the support has been really great because I'm everyone knows what I'm going through because I share it all the time. But not everybody obviously shares all of their stuff and everyone's got stuff and big or little. It could be um, you're having a bad day. It could be um, a job related thing. It could be financial related. It could be, you know, whatever it is. You had a fight with a friend. You had a fight with a family member. But whatever it is, everyone has something. And I think, you know, so w- Melissa and I, in the past week, I had a lot that I didn't share. I had a colonoscopy and, you know, for a person who has never had cancer, a colonoscopy is a very run of the mill test. But when you have tests and then more tests and you've had cancer, every test haunts you. Right. And I did something that I'm just learning because I didn't know that going into it. I thought I'd be like, okay, here's another test. But it was a mess for me. And I really had very few down days. Like I'm a happy person. I think what I put out on social media is very real. And if I'm not feeling great, I'll say that, you know, and if, but I've had a very, you know, I try to have a positive outlook on things. But last week after the colonoscopy, I mean, I was a mess. And what I did was 
I allowed myself to be a mess. Perfect. And I, I, I don't really do that often. I really came home, I started crying, and I texted you and a few other friends and my ex-husband so he knew to help, you know, I might need help with the kids. But I just let everyone know, by the way, I'm having like a horrible day. It's a disaster day for me. So good and to do that. Yeah, but I think it's also important to tell people like in your world, I didn't put it on social media, but I told people in my world because I needed extra sensitivity. I needed extra help that day. And I didn't want to be held accountable for being a bitch, <laughs> you know, yeah. or, or making a bad decision. Yeah. I was like, I put it out there that this is a bad day for me. And, and I let myself have it. And I stayed in bed, which I never do. And I cried all day <laughs> until uh, I had to get the kids. So good. But the point of the story is... <laughs> Melissa had a bad day a few days before something totally different. I did. I had a bad day and I came over and just cried to you. Right. And I don't put it out there. I am more private That's and I okay. don't know why I don't. I just feel like I'm more protective maybe or more insecure about letting my guard down. I don't know. I always feel like I have to be tough and plow through it. And I came over and it was so good to just cry to you for like an hour. Right. I felt cleansed. And I felt so good and that I, I was able to like, thank you. just listen. I don't know that I helped. I don't know no. that I said anything. That's it. No, you did. You were like, everyone has stuff. And I don't, I always feel like I, I um, shouldn't have stuff. And I'm also married to someone who's such a rock that I feel like I sometimes can't be angry or be sad or be upset. And, and I don't know if it's because you know, he'll say, well, look at your mom. She had cancer, you know, and you're supposed to be filled with gratitude all the time because you're healthy and you have healthy kids and your business partner had cancer, Melissa, and, you know, life is good. And, you know, sometimes it's just not good. And, right. And I have my own stuff. So that's challenging. Yeah, but I, but I, I will say I texted you after in the midst of my disaster day because I felt badly that you also had a bad day that week. And I didn't want you to think that you still that you couldn't come back to me to cry so i think i wrote <laughs> you, you did. it was good i, I it. said you did i said um you know your stuff is still real too thank you and you can still come cry anytime it made my evening thank you yeah so it's okay to have a disaster day and sometimes you just need to get a good cry i'm sure Ugh. those of you who are listening i almost have cried this too. weekend again why this is interesting some so i was at a bar mitzvah this weekend or bat mitzvah and there was a a new baby and someone put it in my arms to hold. I told and you you I, should have one. Take I, one for the team. I was sitting at a long table at a hotel and I literally said to myself, do not cry. Do not cry. Do not cry. Why were, Why would you want to cry? Because it felt so over that I would never have this again. And I know that I won't. I know I will never have another baby. And it was the first time I think I held a baby since my own baby and it was like traumatic for me it was really like, yeah i don't know what happened that's it probably was on the heels of the whole week being a shit show <laughs> but it just broke me and i literally like handed the baby back and went to the bathroom and like pulled it together it was unbelievable it was very powerful See, i can't relate to that i know yeah i, I mean, know i had it was no desire to have so, more <laughs> i just was like it was i don't know and then someone said to me oh you're not too late and i was like oh my god i have no idea yeah i am but it was really I mean, you're it, really not i'm 44 years old people have babies at 44. no it's Think too dangerous and it's okay. not it's not fair to the child i i really value that my parents are so youthful my parents are in their early 70s and i want to see my kids kids walk down an aisle 
I do. That's not a guarantee anyway. Yeah, I know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's just not you a guarantee. You want me to have another baby for the company. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a guarantee. More, stro- more stroller brands could sponsor our there podcast. You know. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we have a really uh, interesting guest on the show today. Her name is Melissa Clayton. And we love, we are so fascinated by hearing other moms' stories who who are entrepreneurs and who started businesses. And in doing our research, we thought we were having her on the show because she started a a jewelry company that we found interesting. But actually in doing our research, she also started another business. So now I'm even more excited to talk to Melissa Clayton. She is the founder of Tiny Tags and now also we just learned a company called The Mat. So we will be joined shortly by Melissa and we are also brought to you by Texture and Melissa, I am going to be on your case. I am obsessed because what's so great about Texture is that and and if anybody who walks into my home office, you see that I have newspapers sitting outside my door because I am probably one of not that many people that still subscribe to newspapers. But you're not reading them. They're but I don't read the them. Right. They sit outside my door because I get everything online. And, and I have to show you I because know. you're not as obsessed as I am yet. No, I just don't like There's sometimes reading texture. on devices. What do you mean? It's all we're on. But I, I, I have to just tell you, it, yes. it, it gives me new news stories, like top stories that I should read. So literally, if I'm on the subway or I'm walking down the street or I'm waiting for my kids outside of a class, I can sit and read the news. This is how I get my news now. And so it's just, please do it right now. Okay, here, Okay. thank right you. Now. So the Texture app has gone beyond delivering just the magazine itself. Like I just said, there's news also. They've made it easy to find and enjoy the articles that you want to read with daily recommendations, exclusive interactive features, videos, and more. Texture makes magazines easy, and there are so many great ones like People Entertainment Weekly and Vogue. Texture is normally $9.99 a month, and you get over 200 magazines. But if you sign up right now at texture.com slash the moms, you get a 14-day free trial. Why subscribe to just a couple of magazines when you can have all of your favorites on your smartphone or tablet all of the time for way less? Right now, Texture is offering our listeners a 14-day free trial when you go to texture.com slash the moms. That's 14 days to try Texture for free when you go to texture.com slash the moms. Done. Good. Perfect. So we're going to be joined by Melissa to talk about how she started not just one business, but two. Hi, Melissa. Hi, guys. It's Melissa and... Hi, it's Denise. How are you? Good. Hi, Denise. We haven't officially met, and I I guess meet you over the phone. Yes, you have both of us here, and I have to just tell you, Melissa and I are so impressed because not only have you started one business, but two. Oh, you mean my, uh, the mat? <laughs> yes! We love it. Yeah, it's, um, it's my other, like, baby, but, I mean, Tiny Tags is definitely my heart and soul, but I do love the mat, so it's hopefully brilliant. it doesn't die a slow death. It's been, um, a slow going, bringing that thing to life. Okay, so which one did you start first? So, Tiny Tags, I started, um, over 10 years ago, which is crazy, but it was really, you know, the first five years, it was, you know, the mom in the basement look. Um, and then it was really about five years ago and the boys were all in school and I really wanted to grow the business that we sort of changed directions and went to more fine jewelry. Um, but the mat, I did get the idea about five years ago. Um, I think we finally had like a real prototype probably about two and a half years ago. 
So okay, and um, just, let me just tell everybody what this is. You were living in a thing. small space with a small bathroom, and things were falling in the sink. So you decided to come up with something to put over it that holds all of your little items. Exactly. Melissa, it's genius. It unfolds and creates a counter. It's genius. We have to go back to this for a minute because we have all these listeners that are mom entrepreneurs and that have ideas and products. So explain the process. Like, how do you even go and get a prototype and what kind of labor of love was that? So it was a lot of research and a lot of talking to people. And luckily, so I wind up basically Googling, um, you know, industrial designers, how to get a product made. And I started cold calling industrial design firms in Boston. And a lot of firms were sort of like, oh, you really don't have enough money. Trust me. You know, we only work with the big guys like Procter & Gamble and all these, you know, big corporations that have a lot of money. Uh, But I didn't give up. So I kept calling. And then luckily one guy, he said, you know what, hold on. I I can't help you, but maybe this guy can. And he put um, me in touch with um, an industrial designer who was freelancing. And as a little luck would have it, he was in that space. So he had worked for computer because the the mat is very much like an iPad case. So this industrial designer had worked with a lot of like iPhone case companies. So he was familiar with the space. So that was really the big breakthrough. And then we worked together to get it made. We are talking to Melissa Clayton, who is the founder of The Mat and Tiny Tags, and we're pretty obsessed with her. Melissa, so then explain how you went and got it to the market and got it out to people. I mean, it's so smart. I feel like every person in New York City or anywhere would need this. Yeah, I mean, I live in the suburbs of Boston, and I use mine every single morning. Um, Like so many girls, you know, you put your hair dryer on the top of the toilet bowl, and, you know, I did that for years in the city when I lived in Boston. And then when I lived out in the suburbs, I still had the same problem. Um, so our big breakthrough was last April. So wait, where are we? Yeah, not this past April. In 2015, I got on the Today Show. So they were having a contest for your next big thing. And I submitted a video. You know, I had a friend who would grab a camera, and we did a quick video. And we made it on there. So that was amazing. So that was our big breakthrough. Um, and then I wound up going and I did the the makeup show in New York City, and it was there that I met folks from Sephora, and then they picked it up. So Sephora just probably like a month ago put it up on their website, so it's part of their private label collection. Oh my God, that's amazing! Yeah, but it's still um, it's still you know there's so I think everyone has so much information, and like I think the beauty space has gotten super cluttered. So that's, it's still hard for people to understand what it does because it is sort of like a new concept. Oh my gosh. I feel like we have to put your video on our website or something or show people. We think it's so smart. We love it. Oh, thank you. All right. Talk to us about how you do it all, or maybe you don't do it all, but you have three boys, correct? Yep. Three boys. They are 12, um, 10 and nine. And um, I think I do it all because we have, you know, a sock box. We don't put our socks away. I really prioritize what's important. You know, we definitely, you know, no one folds. You know, my boys do their own laundry, so I'm definitely an advocate of putting myself out of a job. Wait, 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 go back. What do you mean they do their own laundry? And then I want to know also, do you work around the clock or do you work only eight to three when they're at school? So first talk to me about when you work and bang it out and, and, your kids doing laundry? Sure. So I work in the morning before they get up and kind of go through emails and then kind of get them on the school bus 
And then when they get home, I stop, you know, typically like most moms, you have, you know, after school sports activities. And then typically when they go back to bed, I will jump back on my computer for a couple of hours. But I'll say I'm probably always thinking like I might be at a baseball game watching the game, but I'm still thinking, okay, what do I have to do? And I'm always, you know, I think any small business owner, it's always on your mind. So always. I think that's something I probably work at is just being present. So when I am with them and, you know, like when they're talking to me, I'm listening and not doing that to-do list. So that's probably my biggest challenge. But isn't that so hard? I mean, they say that like an entrepreneur's mind, I mean, I feel like with our company, it's like having a fourth child. I have three and it's, it's literally like having a fourth baby. Don't you feel like that? Oh yeah, Definitely. And especially where, you know, with phones, you know, I think putting the phone away so you're not constantly on it because that's the other thing. It's, you know, we all know how it feels when you're talking to someone and they're answering their phone. So being for me, like actually putting the phone, shutting it off and knowing that it can wait is important. Yeah, I think you have to just turn it off, completely yeah. turn it off. I know it's because we're all so accessible. So what would you say is next for you as this entrepreneur do you have other ideas that you want to bring out are you going to just focus on one business or two bit like how are you going to keep going and what's the next phase um i think for me it's tiny tags i mean i love the mat but tiny tags is absolutely my heart and so really i mean i spend 99 percent of my time on tiny tags the mat i sort of pick it up we do what we can with it my husband actually has joined tiny tags um as of last year he left corporate america so no way he works for Tiny Tags, works for me, which has been a whole new world. So um, wow. it's been great. I mean, I, I think we definitely had a lot of learning curves as far as how different we are. But he is an accountant. He's a CPA. And I was really needing all of those skill sets, you know, whether it's analyzing numbers and margins and all that. So we had the opportunity and we said, let's take the jump and then take a big leap of faith and he left corporate America. So that has not only helped grow the business, but also has helped manage with the kids and everything because now we, you know, we both work from home. So we're both here all the time. So that's been a huge help. That's unbelievable. And does it impact your marriage or do you feel like you're stronger or you, you know, I grew up with two parents that worked in the same business for 30, 40 years. And I remember they'd have oh, wow. conversations at the dinner table. And we'd have to say, you know, you know, hello, you know, don't talk about that media buy right now. You know, we're here. I mean, do you feel that you're bringing it to the dinner table or you can really compartmentalize and separate it? Well, I think we're working at it. I think the first, um, the first eight months were probably we grew more as a couple and learned more about each other because he used to, you know, wake up at you know six in the morning. He was in the city all day, came home at seven thirty at night. So, you know, you had this very limited time and you're, you don't want to spend it talking about work. You're sort of catching up about the kids. So now we have way more time together and it is like, and we actually said, okay, listen, we cannot lay in bed at night and me be like, Hey, did you do that by the way? Because it's definitely going to impact our marriage. So we're working at it at making sure that when we're together as a family, that we're not talking about work. So in really trying to keep work during work hours. Yeah. It's a work. And then we actually, I actually said, you know, we need to meet once a week so that when all those little to do's that we kind of do it during our weekly meeting versus at the dinner table when we're brushing our teeth at night. So what's the greatest piece of advice anyone ever gave you as a small business owner? That it's a, it is a marathon, not a race, because I think as I'm sure you guys know, there's so much to do and it can be overwhelming. 
And to realize that, you know, I've actually, the fact I can even now say, you know what, we'll deal with that in 2018. We're not going to deal with it this year was a huge milestone because I used to just feel like there was so much to get done and we had to do it all right now. So to realize that it's it's a marathon. I absolutely love that. I need to tweet that out because... I think so many entrepreneurs feel the heat on the back of themselves every day or on their backs and they feel like it is a race to be first and it is a race to get there. And we have to remind ourselves that it is a marathon, not a race. So on that note, Melissa Clayton, please tell everyone where they can find out more about you and your business. So plug yourself. Sure. Sure. So um, Tiny Tags, are, that's our website, is tinytags.com, and our Instagram is at tinytags. Um, and then the mat is themat.com, and the mat's handle is at the mat official. And um, But really, Tiny Tags, I have to say, is that's where I love connecting with other moms and hearing their stories. And you know, we've been so fortunate to hear from so many amazing moms over the years and really kind of be part of celebrating their child or sadly so many times honoring a child. So Tiny Tags is definitely where I love hearing from moms and connecting with them. Well, it has been great to talk to you. And so I can't wait to meet you in person. So I just want to say, let's keep this uh, going, this conversation and to be continued. Melissa. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, Melissa, so impressive. Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. Like, such an inspiration. I mean, everybody needs to go to tinytags.com and follow this woman. Um, I'm Matt. It's amazing. So we're now at our fun point of the show where we do a little segment called The Moms Did Your Homework. And so... It's just little nuggets of advice or tidbits on on how you can have a a better week, a better day, or just something that you can share with other moms. And so this is interesting because I know Denise is probably the exact opposite, but I have two things um, for homework. One is, you know, when your kids are younger and they're like toddlers and you carry food around in your bag and you stop doing it because they get older. Well, you could still be in a pickle. You should always have food and water in your bag. I know it's you need it for yourself. <laughs> Melissa like will be I so do. cranky and I'll be like, You didn't have protein. Where's a bar? Where's a bar? I know. So this weekend I stocked up on like actual the boxes, like the crates of cliff bars. And now you will never find I and I put one in each of the five handbags and backpacks, and you'll never find me now without food anymore. I was stuck on a soccer field this weekend in the heat with no food and no water. I was like, what is wrong with me? And if and if I hadn't switched bags, I would have had one. So I just put all these bars in all my bags. I love that. Do you love that? I love that. That's good advice. Okay, thank you. So that's one homework. The other one is, it's a little bit of a homework, but maybe not a homework. Those are sirens in New York City for all you people listening in Tennessee. Um, that's how we go to bed at night. But anyways, um, <laughs> when you drop your kids off at a new class or a new program and, and, and you know maybe everyone's sort of like shy and getting acclimated, just raise your hand and say hi because you never know when you're going to meet a mom who lives in your neighborhood or you could carpool with, you know, I've got all these new classes going on because it's still a little bit of back to school. instead of all just standing and staring at each other? (laughs) A, A and B, because you need help. So, you know, going from the west side to the east side in New York City is a little bit of an obstacle sometimes. Or another town for you folks. Yeah, so if you can carpool and you really need help, again, you always need a mom community in a village and sometimes your kids have interests where you don't know the new mom. So just raise your hand and be like, hi. And by the way, just don't think that they're bitchy because they're not saying hi. 
I. Like people are shy, people are awkward. So people just people have that. shit going on, and right. they've had a bad day. You right. just don't. So I waved my hand to this mom. I was like, "Hi, uh, we're new here, and we're coming for the we- from the Upper West Side. Does any Upper West Siders here? You know." I was like, "Hoo And she was, and I was like, "Great, let's carpool." She's like, "Here's my number," and I was like, "Great, we texted, and so now we're connected." And I think it's so important because we're all like racing and struggling and just trying to get through the day, and now we might have a carpool situation, which will be very helpful and cost efficient. Awesome. Two homeworks. Okay, there you go. Here's my third. No, I'm kidding. So, no, I have one, which is a little more serious, but also has a nice ending. So, um, a couple of months ago, we had a mom on our show named Alyssa Winnick who needed a kidney. She was diagnosed. I mean, it's a dire story. You can go back and look at our old podcast, but she had some rare infection and wound up having her hands and her feet amputated. Well, I saw a story on people.com on texture <gasps> this I saw week that. that she got a kidney. She got a kidney. I so saw. The, par- the, the part that brings it back to us and to homework is that you just have to speak up. And I don't know how this other girl saw her story. I don't know if, if uh, all I'm saying is we told her story and some, it has nothing to do with us, but somebody obviously told her story and somebody told her story and somebody told her story and somebody told her story and some random person who she does not know who happens to work at People Magazine saw the story somewhere. I don't know where. I'm curious to find out where. And it just felt like she needed to help. And she went to the doctor and was a match. And she gave her one mom, gave another mom her kidney. So the point of the story is so many people need help. So just keep talking. Just yeah. keep talking. Talk to other moms. You never know who's going to be the person that helps somebody in need. So that is, we are just so happy to share such great news. Oh my God, the best That news. this mom that we had on our show a couple months ago found a kidney from another mom. It's just the power of mom. I love so that. we just want to end on, on that positive note. And if you would like to be a part of the mom's camp, podcast if you need help and we can share your story please email moms at the moms.com please follow us on instagram at the moms network and on twitter at the moms and have a great week everybody